Good morning for Friday, October 6th, 2017. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page. Claims of harassment trail a mogul. Trump to force Congress to act on Iran Accord. And clues scant on what drove Las Vegas killer. In today's national headlines, where the most coveted item is a plane ticket, we get the latest from San Juan, Puerto Rico. GOP leaders scramble to hold grip on party and reversal by Justice Department in transgender protections. In today's business headlines, the Dow was up 113 points yesterday. Payday lending faces tough new restrictions. A scar of recession. 1.5 million workers vanish. And U.S. trade deficit shrank in August as exports rose. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist David Brooks. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top stories titled, Claims of Harassment Trail a Mogul, reported by Jody Cantor and Megan Tuohy. Two decades ago, the Hollywood producer Harvey Weinstein invited Ashley Judd to the Peninsula Beverly Hills Hotel for what the young actress expected to be a business meeting. Instead, he had her sent up to his room where he appeared in a bathrobe and asked if he could give her a massage or she could watch him shower, she recalled in an interview. How do I get out of the room as fast as possible without alienating Harvey Weinstein, Judd says, she remembers thinking. In 2004, Weinstein invited Emily Nestor, who had worked just one day as a temporary employee, to the same hotel and made another offer. If she accepted his sexual advances, he would boost her career, according to accounts she provided to colleagues who sent them to Weinstein Company executives. The following year, a female assistant said Weinstein badgered her into giving him a massage while he was naked, wrote a colleague, Lorene O'Connor, in a searing memo asserting sexual harassment and other misconduct by their boss. There is a toxic environment for women at this company, O'Connor said in the letter addressed to several executives at the company run by Weinstein. An investigation by the New York Times found previously undisclosed allegations against Weinstein stretching over nearly three decades, documented through interviews with current and former employees and film industry workers, as well as legal records and documents from the businesses he has run, Miramax and the Weinstein Company. During that time, after being confronted with allegations including sexual harassment and unwanted physical contact, Weinstein has reached at least eight settlements with women, according to two company officials speaking anonymously. In a statement to the Times on Thursday, Weinstein said, I appreciate the way I've behaved with colleagues in the past has caused a lot of pain, and I sincerely apologize for it. He added that he was planning to take a leave of absence to deal with this issue head-on. Lisa Bloom, a lawyer advising Weinstein, said in a statement that he denies many of the accusations as patently false. He and his representatives declined to comment on the settlements. In the wake of O'Connor's 2015 memo, some Weinstein Company board members and executives were alarmed about the allegations, according to several people who spoke anonymously. In the end, board members were assured there was no need to investigate. After reaching a settlement with Weinstein, O'Connor withdrew her complaint and thanked him for the career opportunity he had given her. 
Through her lawyer, Nicole Page, O'Connor declined to be interviewed. Of her hotel episode, Judge said in a recent interview, Women have been talking about Harvey amongst ourselves for a long time, and it's simply beyond time to have the conversation publicly. Here's the second front-page story. Trump to force Congress to act on Iran Accord. Reported by Mark Landler and David Sanger. President Trump has approved a broad strategy to crack down on Iran for its ballistic missile program and support for militant groups throughout the Middle East, according to a senior administration official, although he has yet to formally sign off on decertifying the nuclear accord negotiated by the Obama administration. Trump has been expected to withdraw certification of the nuclear deal since he declared at the United Nations General Assembly two weeks ago that the agreement was embarrassing to the United States and that he had made up his mind what to do about it. But the president has not yet signed a decision memo on the deal itself, the official said. Even if Trump takes that step, it would fall short of scrapping the accord because the White House would kick the deal to Congress to decide whether to reimpose sanctions on Iran. Trump's expected to announce his Iran strategy in a speech as early as next week. Administration officials emphasized that the nuclear deal is one part of a multi-dimensional approach to pressure Iran on many fronts, including its missile program and its intervention in the Syrian civil war on behalf of the Assad government. The nuclear deal has assumed outsized importance in the relationship with Iran for several reasons, not least Trump's ridiculing of it during the 2016 presidential campaign. If Trump withdraws certification, it would thrust Congress into a volatile debate over whether to reimpose nuclear-related sanctions, which would probably explode the deal, or to impose...